Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or... Get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Let's be honest, there was a talk in the town last week, would Razor Ray get the job? Well, he got a job, and a very prestigious job too. Maybe, just not for the colours a lot of Kiwis would have hoped for. It was announced that the Barbarians have snagged Scotty Razor Robinson and Ronan O'Gara to lead the famous Invitational side against the All Blacks Invitational team and this year's Killick Cup, Rory Lawson played for Scotland more than 30 times and he's on the Barbars committee. And we're lucky enough to have him on the show now to check in with the black and white hoops. G'day, Rory. Hiya, fellas. How's it going? Thanks for having me. No, thank you so much for joining the show, mate. Look, let's cut straight to the chase. Was it easy or hard to convince Razor Ray to be a part of the Barbarians. I've never been a part of the outfit. I would have loved to, but what, was it an easy task in the end? Uh, look, you have to ask him about how easy a task it was for him <laughs> to accept it. But I think from from our, from our the, the club's perspective, uh, I think he's a guy that just encapsulates everything that the Barbarians mm-hmm. stands for, isn't he? I think to have the combination of Razor and, and Rog as the, the coaching team for the game in November is just epic. I was I was actually on the the committee when when Razor initially uh, coached the the squad, which that, that game was in Limerick, uh, so Rogers Rogers' home province of Munster, and I just remember mm. chatting to him and Robbie Deans, um, and just being able to get some of the golden insights that they had as a coaching team for that game was was world class, and you know. There is no surprise that Razor is being spoken about as being an incumbent All Blacks coach, uh, but obviously from a club, from the Barbarians club's perspective, what a what a grab he is for us to be able to come and coach uh, the the side against his his home side. Hey, hey, Rory, <laughs> just talking about that, were you guys laughing at the timing of the announcement when the coaches down here was uh, under the pump? Oh man, yeah, it, 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 yeah. It was one, honestly. Given everything that the Barbarians Club has been through over the past couple of years, with you know COVID and postponed or cancelled fixtures and so on, I'm not going to lie. When, when obviously the the ABs lost the series to to Ireland last weekend, I looked at it and I thought, oh god, he's. Getting, there's no doubt the Barbarians are going to lose Razor to the All Blacks coaching team. Um, and that was just gonna, I, I was gonna I, I just thought we're gonna have to 
throw the cast out and see what see who else might bite for this coaching gig. But obviously, that's not happened yet. But I, I'm, mm. I've got no doubt Razor has a has a future as an All Blacks coach. Um, it's a case of when rather than if that will happen. My international experience has been the downfall for Razor. He's obviously going to be coaching over in uh, in the UK, getting some experience overseas. Where do you think this potentially may lead? Because there's a sense back home that we're probably going to lose Razor uh, offshore. And it's probably something that we're not ready for, but it's probably most likely going to happen. Can, can you see that happening somewhere over there in the UK that, that Razor could potentially lead to? Well, I think if you look at, you know, Graham Henry, Steve Hansen, those guys, it's, it's almost the model that All Blacks coaches go through is that they, they come up through the ranks and mm. then they go overseas and coach a bit overseas. And that, that, that's kind of where they, they earn their, their corn, if you like. And then they, they go back having gained that international experience and potentially get an opportunity as an assistant coach in the ABs. And then there's the natural stepping stone towards the head coach. But you know, I think Razor Razor is someone who has lit up the coaching world as much as the as coaches can over the past few years. I think you know us up here in the Northern Hemisphere who tune into Super Rugby have seen what he's done with the Crusaders. I actually you know, I, I do quite a lot of work with leaders and leadership teams in business and sport, and what you realise is that no matter the size of the business or the people within the business or the sector that it operates in. I think fundamentally, when you strip it back, the people are really what drive success within businesses, whether they're small, medium, large sports organizations. You talk about, you you look at soccer teams, cricket teams, rugby teams, the people who are leading the charge, if they are good people who drive values and purpose through the business, you've got half a chance. And I think that's everything that Razor stands for. You know, when I, I, I got to know him a little bit when he when he coached uh, in for for the game in Munster, but fundamentally, even externally, you look at him and you're like, you know, all he cares about is being able to create this sense of belonging in a team and what really matters to be part of something. And you're all driving in the same direction. You all want the same thing. You all want you, you all you're all on the same page with regards to what you stand for as a as a team or organisation. And I think no matter what 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 you know, whether he's in business or in sport, he's going to have a positive influence on people. So I think that's kind of that's kind of why I say it's a matter of of when rather than if Razor ever goes on to to be the head man in the All Blacks. Um, obviously, now's maybe not his time, but um, I, I'm sure that his time will come. Yeah, Rory, I think your sentiments are felt down here by a lot of people too. That it's a matter of when um, Razor steps into that role. Just from a Scottish perspective. I guess from a Northern Hemisphere perspective, the Irish uh, loss, the series loss, what does that do uh, for the Northern teams up there uh, with the All Blacks coming up to the World Cup? Yeah, I'll be honest, it's been huge up here. Um, I I think it's really easy to sit back and and think, oh, you know, that's not a great ABs team. But honestly, um, it's shown a vulnerability within that all-black side that we've probably not experienced for, you know, a good few decades now, uh, if, if, I'm, if I'm really honest. And from a Scottish perspective, Scotland have never beaten the all-blacks. And I know that I might be adding fuel to the fire, but, you know, the all-blacks are coming to 
to BT Murrayfield uh, on the 13th of uh, of November, and it's probably there are probably a few guys within that squad have thought, you know what, there's maybe a chance here for us to create history. Um, so Ireland have done what, you know, not many not many sides have done. They've won a series down in New Zealand, um, and I suppose there have been there's been an element of, you know, the vulnerability of any sports team has been exposed for, by that uh, but by that very good Irish team. And if I'm, if I'm really honest, I've commented I commentated on Argentina Scotland over the past three tests, and at the end of that, on the morning of last Saturday, I thought to myself, well, you know what? Our loss over in Dublin at the end of the Six Nations maybe doesn't look all that bad now because they've gone down there and they've knocked over, you know, the, the team that everybody wants to knock over. Let's not forget. The All Blacks are the title team in our sport. So, um, yeah, I think it's a huge thing. Um, but we all know at the same time that the quality, the depth, the abilities um, within, within New Zealand rugby is such that we expect a reaction. And every, everyone up here, let's be honest, is talking about Ireland saving their best rugby between World Cups. So that's one, <laughs> that's one positive, I'd say. Yes, they, they, they need to go on and transform that, uh, those results into a World Cup and maybe potentially push past the quarterfinal, mate. Just talk, tell us about the Barbarians. I wasn't one of the lucky ones to be able to... Uh, experience a Barbarians week, uh, part of the culture. I've heard lots, I've heard snippets, probably a lot we can't talk about on the radio, but <laughs> mate, what's it like? What's it, what, what does the week look like for, for a week in the Barbarians, just particularly leading up to play against the All Blacks? What, what, what should we expect and, and what does it mean to represent the Barbarians? I uh, see, so you know, it's, it's one whereby, honestly speaking, um, having just been, you know, our most recent game was against England in June at Twickenham with, you know, a side, a side led by Fabien Galte and essentially his French second team. But I, I know the, the French strength and conditioning coach really well. Uh, he, he's a great guy. And he turned to me um, after the game on the, the Sunday and, and he was like, mate, this just makes a mockery of professional sports. He said, "My, how can my team yes. go out on the beers five days a week and then turn <laughs> up and beat one of the world's best teams uh, comfortably? And honestly, there's, uh, you know, I, I thought, you know, I was a, I was essentially an all-saran international um, for, for a side who had some great days, but not many good days. We didn't win all that many games as a, Scot as a Scottish side, but you know, I, I was able to play with some amazing players and being able to hear some of the world's best players talk about their barbarians experiences as being the best experiences of their careers just kind of highlights just how, just how much place it continues to have in the game. And it's not easy. Don't get me wrong. You know, at the time yeah. whereby players are contracted on big money, on long-term contracts, and their 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 physical health is something that is so important, it's not easy to drive this club forward. Given that, you know, everybody within the club is a volunteer, um, but the the thing that keeps the club alive is the fact that every single player who plays the sport, you know, almost bar none, there might be one or two. But they want to play for the Barbarians. They want to represent this great club. They want to actually um, reconnect with 
their youth and the fundamentals as to what drew them to the game. And that's what the club does that is so difficult within professional sport now, whereby, you know, you, you must live the clean lifestyle. And don't get me wrong, like, Izzy, your, your Kiwi boys are better than most at being able to have a beer afterwards and, you know, let the guard down and get to know each other <laughs> as human beings. But the Barbarians just goes up another notch or two beyond that. And I think that's one of the yeah. things that continues to keep the club alive in a time that's really difficult for the sport, you know, because it's not easy to get a hold of players nowadays. Um, but thankfully, they, they still want to represent this um, incredible club. Yeah, that's it. That's Maybe awesome. Wrong. Maybe we got our preparations wrong, Gimpy. Maybe we were too serious during our weeks uh, leading into a test match, eh? Well, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know about you, but the Kiwis weren't too too far off the barbars, to be brutally honest. Um, hey, Rory, <laughs> hey, Rory, with the you know, the World Club Challenge being touted for a kickoff in twenty twenty four, you guys looking forward to the Crusaders coming up there and winning that title? <laughs> well, you know what. Um, It'll be it'll be brilliant. Uh, I think uh, it's the 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 competition up here has kind of been thrown wide open over the past few months. Obviously, uh, you know if you look at the the European Champions Cup and Leinster, were everybody had them nailed on to to win that title. It's essentially Ireland plus a few world class overseas guys, and uh, La Rochelle turned them over under Ronan Gara. Um, but yeah. you know, I, I think it, I think it's great for the game. I think we have to start getting creative with how we bring a new audience into the game. I think we've got to try and open the game up to everybody. Um, it's you know, rugby union is under the spotlight. There, let, make no bo- make no bones about it. There's a lot up here in the northern hemisphere about the you know the impact of people who have had careers in the sport who are now under real strife, you know, uh, and whether it's with early onset dementia um, or Ed Slater this week with, um, you know, um, MND, it's, it's a really tricky time. So I think no matter what we can do for the game, we've got to throw it open to as many people as possible. I've got two young sons and I had a chat earlier on with one of the, one of the guys who had to do a bit of work with and he said, would you, would you be happy with your boys playing the sport? And I said, Absolutely. I think fundamentally the sport is getting safer in a, at a time where because they want to look after players. But my my generation of players are those who have had to go through the transition to professionalism that has exposed some to things that they shouldn't have been exposed to. Um, but I think fundamentally the, you know, the values, the teamship, the togetherness, the the, the understanding of how you can contribute to others um, is is so important. Uh, and I think it, no matter what we can do to grow the game, we've got to go after it. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. Hopefully we do get some innovation. Like that World Club Challenge has been on the cards for a very long time. We haven't got anywhere. So a long time. We're heading in, the, heading in the right direction. Quickly before we let you go, Rory, just on that... Um, little situation that world rugby are facing i was reading that nfl is still paying i think it's about a billion dollars and um and kind of uh payments that they've had to pay out to, to former players where, where do you see this going with carl Heyman, and then you've got steve thompson uh leading the charge do you see a bit of an outcome coming from this I, I, honestly is he I, I i've got no idea um i'm yes. i'm concerned about it 
Um, you know, I, you, you and I weren't a million miles apart with our careers. And mm. I think when we were signing contracts to to play for our clubs or international contracts, at no stage were we looking at, you know, our physical well-being um, and, and whether if you got a bang on the head, you should be you should be checked on several occasions or, you know, you should, you, if you get a bang on the head on field, you should be kept off field for 10 to 15 minutes. It's, it's a really, really, really difficult scenario at the moment. And I think uh, it's going to take some time to work through it. I, I it really is, is really upsetting and it's hit me pretty hard. And it's been, it's been a, a big, it's, it's been a, it's been a challenging time being able to read about, some of the challenges faced by the likes of Ed Slater and Ryan Jones and Alex Popham and Steve Thompson, um, who have put their bodies on the line for the sport that they love, um, and I think it's going to take it's going to take a lot of time to be able to work work through this. But I just hope that it doesn't negatively impact the sport in the long term, and that the the progress continues to be about how we make the sport safer. While also maintaining the spectacle that has kept it going for, you know, 150 years, it's, it's it is a great sport. We all love it. That's why you guys do what you do. That's why why I used to do what I I did, and that's why I broadcast on it. <laughs> so, the reality is is that we all want the the sport to be at its best, but we all want our the players who play it, whether it's the grassroots level, you know, the likes of my sons or amateur a- adult level or professional level we want the the players who play it to be as safe as they can possibly be to be able to you know have this continuity in the game on the money rory on the money mate appreciate your time this morning on izzy and kempi for breakfast we'll let you get back to it mate and uh i won't bring up the golf because i know an australian won the open but a kiwi was on the bag mate you know Sam Pinfold. <laughs> <There you> <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I mean, that, you're, you're, you're clutching at straws there, is he? You're clutching at straws. But uh, any time, next, next time, are you over? Are you over for the the, the November tours? Uh, not at this stage, mate. Um, but you never know, Roy. I'll be over and I'll bring come, you come to our, Come to our Bill So you know my granddad was Bill McLaren, the voice of rugby. Come to our Bill oh, McLaren yes, Foundation I... dinner on the Friday, the Friday before... The Scotland versus the All Blacks, Friday the 11th of November. The the invite okay. is there. Give me a shout. There you, there you go, Rory. Appreciate it, brother. All right. Thank you very much, mate. All the best. Thanks, and, uh, that's a huge Gary Owen. <laughs> that one's got snow on it. He's like a runaway buffalo. I tell you what, my, 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 I'm going to leave you. I'm going to leave you on my favourite ever quote of his. There he is. Okay. Vlace Visaki. Born on the high veld, born when meat was cheap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is cold. Rory, mate, you're an absolute champ, buddy. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks, fellas. Go steady. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.